Hey everyone, it's Caleb, and I'm so excited that you decided to spend a few minutes of your day here with me on The Caleb Mason Show, where we want to create a safe place to where we can have dangerous conversations. And today, I have a great guest for you today. I'm talking with one of my best friends, Todd Hicksonball, and we are going into... Um, we're kind of have today's a little bit of a throwback episode and a little bit of a catch-up episode if uh if maybe this happens to be your first time listening to the podcast but i want to provide a little bit of background before we jump right into the conversation but before that i want to remind you that the music that you're listening to is brought to you by my good friend sam massey if you have any audio video or visual needs be sure to hit him up and ask about it but today's episode, I'm talking with my best friend, Todd, and you know, uh, over, I'm trying to think, probably over four years ago, um, we actually started a podcast together called The Learner's Corner. And if you go back far enough on this feed, you actually find some of the old Learner's Corner episodes. And today, Todd and I are going to talk about our journey uh, through the Learner's Corner, through everything that we learned to where both of us have landed today. Todd has recently launched, uh, actually, uh, it's come out today, the day that this podcast episode has released a new podcast called This Is a Test, and I highly recommend it. I absolutely love learning from Todd. He's one of the people that continues to challenge me in my life. And so if you're listening to uh, this, go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, hit the follow button, hit the, the subscribe button. And uh, without any further wait, I'm going to dive into our conversation that we had recently. podcast with Kayla Mason and Todd Hicks and Bob. I help run. Actually, I don't just help run. I actually run. You the, are. I am the Kayla Mason show. You, you definitely are. And Todd runs the, this is a test with Todd Hicks and Ball. That's my thing. And if you've been following either one of us for any, well, I don't know about any amount of time, but if you've been following us for a while, you know that Todd and I did a podcast a, a while ago called the learner's corner. We did and for a long time. And what we want to do today in this joint venture podcast is go through kind of the story of the learner's corner, how mm. we came to work together, some of the things that we've learned, and honestly, why why we split as well. And the secret is, well, we hate each other, and that's why we split. Yeah, that's actually what it is. Um, I divorced him. <laughs> and not really. What what we want to talk about is really what led us to do that and kind of go our own separate paths, but still remain friends. That was weird. It's fine. It was a little bit. It's fine. Okay. So Todd, I'm going to throw this to you. And how about, how about you get us started with like where, take us back to, I guess it would have been May, 2016. Yeah. I guess it It was May, 2016. May, 2016. I was thinking it was a little bit further. I'm the dates guy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm the dates guy. Okay. So take us back to yep. then, and then I'll kind of give my perspective as well. So we were both working in churches. Uh, you had been at your church for um, about a year, a year and a half, maybe-ish. I, I, think, I think much shorter than that. I think it was about like five or six months. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. And um, I'm not the dates guy, apparently. And so I was working at a church in Canton, Ohio, and you and I kind of had worked out this thing. Our day off was Friday, and we had worked out this this thing where every Friday we would get together at this little coffee shop, which sadly is no longer in existence. It was called Four Kids Coffee. Yes. Shout out to Four Kids Coffee. Love that place. Um, Love their chai. And we would go... 
for hours. I mean, we would sit for hours. So many hours. And in fact, sometimes we would be there for so long that we would just go, okay, it's time to switch locations. It's, and we would have to go from there to Starbucks or there to, to wherever, Mugswigs yep. or something like that. I mean, like Mugswigs is another local coffee shop in Canton, Ohio. Um, they have great Americanos, just saying. And so we would sit for hours and just talk about everything. We talk about everything. And one day, uh, it was in May, May 2016, and we both got together. And when we got together, we, we both were talking about what we were working on, what we were learning. And Caleb and I are, are lifelong learners. We've, we had been had that instilled in us for years at that point. So many years. And I said, I want to start a blog. And Caleb said. I'm pretty sure I also said, I want to start a blog as well. But you said, and then I, I think I said, well, why don't we do it together? And then and, we realized, and then we were like, why don't we just do a podcast? Well, I, I specifically remember going, I think a blog's going to be too much work before we start a podcast. Yeah. Cause we were both like, you know what? We're decent writers, but like, I don't know if we can pull off long-term over the length of what we were wanting to do a podcast. I'll be honest. I don't know if I was thinking, wow, I'm a decent writer. But I was thinking a podcast sounds so much easier. Well, it's I just, was. It's just talking into microphones. I, I was because I'm an awesome person. L- now, little did I know. Right. There's so much work to it. So we set out. We were going to start this podcast. And guys, when I say we only knew how to hit play on Apple Podcasts. Like we knew how to hit play on a podcast. We knew how to make a podcast make noises from our phone. We did not know anything else outside of that. That is where this journey begins. And this journey spans over three years, a little bit more than that maybe. And it took us all over the place to Atlanta, Georgia, to Nashville, Tennessee. It took us to through Cincinnati. To Pennsylvania. It took us to Pennsylvania. It is a journey and it was an exciting journey that both of us learned so much. And actually we both have made incredible friendships with all sorts of people who to this day, we still talk, we still talk to. Yep. Right now we knew so little, we didn't even know anything about microphones. We knew nothing about recording software. We didn't know what a DAW was. We had no idea if we could even do this on our computers. We had no idea about anything. We zero idea, zero. Yes. And, and for us, we had to think about who were the people in our life who could help us? Like who could direct us? Well, and let's set the stage a little bit and give some context. So that idea happens, you know, end of May of 2016, we launched the podcast. January 1st, 2017. So this should give you some context (laughs) as to how long this happened. Yes. And so what we did is we set out and went, Okay, so who are some people that we know that maybe run podcasts and stuff? Like, we don't know. Who, who has any idea? So the first person we asked is a friend of ours named Micah Hasty because literally, we didn't know anything about microphones. And Micah was a worship leader at the church that Caleb worked at. Yep. He was also a friend from whenever Caleb and I were interns together. And so, hey, we texted him. And I remember we actually went to meet up with him. And we met with him at the Dover campus. And Micah said, hey, you need to go and buy a Blue Yeti microphone. Mm-hmm. Buy two of them, one for each of you. Take your laptop, plug the microphone. It was a USB mic. Yep. I still have that mic. And use GarageBand on your MacBook Air. Yes. Go. That was what we knew. That was what we knew. Actually, we did we did reach out to somebody else. I don't know if we you did. remember this or not. No, nope, we definitely did. And I and I do remember this. There were a couple friends of ours. What was the podcast name again? So it's still going. It's called Master of One. Master of One, that's right. And yep. and we had some friends that also were were a part of that. Yep. Yep. And we reached out and got a meeting with one of the guys. Yep. How many hours did we spend talking to him? Three. Maybe, I don't know if it was that long. It was maybe two. Oh man, it was a long time. But Regardless, we talked to him for a long time, and we didn't even know the questions we needed to ask. No. We had no idea. We had literally no idea. We didn't know about what monetization looks like. We didn't know about what, like, how do you even get a podcast onto the internet? How do you get it onto iTunes? We knew nothing. We knew zero, right? And he was very patient with us and spent a ton of time just walking us through basics of really 
how we were going to pull this off. Mm-hmm. Now, Todd, do you remember? Because I re- I remember one of uh, like I remember one of the takeaways that we had from that podcast. Do you remember anything from that initial conversation with Patrick? Um, I remember that he he basically told us, "Hey, it's going to be bad, and you need to keep pushing." <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll get we'll get to the bad uh, for us in a minute. I think for me, the thing that I remember the most was he always said, "Hey, anytime that you finish talking with somebody, you should just ask yep. them. Hey, who do you know that would be good for us to talk? Give us to? three names. Yep, give us three names. Three names. They could be somebody who's in your field." Yep. They could be somebody who you just find to be an interesting person. Yep. This is also around the time when you and I began developing a air quotes theology of our own, mm-hmm. which was ship the shit. Ship the shit. Yes. This was a thing that you and I began to develop because what we realized quickly was, man, when you don't know anything, sometimes things just aren't very good. Well, and sometimes it's it's the desire to want perfection that stops you from doing anything. And so many times we kill things that actually were probably okay if you put them out there. But we kill them because we just get afraid, right? And so we developed this theology, and then we still put this off for like six months. Well, and what what we had started doing is we had started reaching out to friends and just going, hey, here's a topic. Let's just- Let's just talk. Let's put in some practice podcasts Mm -hmm. and start, you know, start lifting, start building some muscle and everything. Because friends- Todd, me, I was the one that did started doing editing. I didn't know how to edit anything. Had never done it in my life. Yes. I had to start watching YouTube videos because I didn't even know what GarageBand was. I thought it was just another application on my laptop that only cool people played with. I didn't know what it was. So we had to do practice episodes literally just to learn that. Caleb had to get rid of his preacher voice of like, I know. And now for the next segment. Like Caleb had to work through that. It was a whole thing. Now my voice sounds much more like, like a pastor my voice. now, not a preacher voice. Yeah, thank you, Tom. It's sounds a pastor so, voice. so much like a pastor, not a preacher. Yeah, now it's now it's much more preacher voice. Or le- now it's less preacher voice, more pastor voice. And so got it that time. We started going through all of that stuff. And then we realized, or actually, after we started doing the practice podcast, we're like, okay, let's start recording stuff. And so we did end up recording some episodes and they were horrible. We probably recorded, I don't know, 10. Let's say, yeah, let's say it was 10. Well, I was going to say we recorded, you know, somewhere around like six to eight and then the podcast launched and then the podcast, and then we started putting them out there and then it's like, oh, oh, wow. Well, to be fair, I don't know if we, well, we did realize that with some of the episodes very early on. We decided to just go you and I yeah, and talk about stuff and thoroughly script it out. Like to the point that it was awkward. Yes. But it was, it was more than awkward. It was first date whenever you're doing the 10-minute dates thing, like the speed dating, where you both have scripted answers that you just have to tell people. It was bad. Well, Basically, what I'm saying is I met Caleb while speed dating. And that, that to me is truly that's where we, what I'm saying. that's truly where we did learn ship the shit. Oh, cause it we was just, so bad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was until what episode was the official episode where we say that you, a, a person could start listening. Well, let, let, let's get through first, not all of the first, you know, cause I think it's episode 12. I think episode 12, we said it was your aunt. Yeah. That's right. It was aunt Brenda. And so if you were in the first like 11 episodes, it's not that they were bad. It's that we didn't know what we were doing. It's that we didn't know what we were doing. Exactly. We didn't know how to edit. Todd didn't know how to edit. Yes. And it was like, this. it sounded weird or it was so clunky because we were still getting used to hearing our voices recorded. Mm-hmm. We'd never heard our voices really recorded before. Not like this, at least. Yep. Yep. Now, before, before we get into kind of episode 12 and after, one of the things that I remember us talking about, because um, I think we were both, or I'll, I'll just speak for myself. I was feeling the tension of, wow, there's things, because especially like working at a church, I thought there's things that I wish we would talk about that we just didn't talk about. And so that's what led to to me going, wow, I think the podcast can be a platform for some of these things. You just talk about like, like for you, kind of what, because I don't know, I don't know if we've ever talked about 
I don't know if I've ever asked you what your perspective was on that in those early days. So for me, I was at a very small church. You were at a very big church, but there was one common thread between both of them. They were not diverse at all, meaning mm-hmm. they were mostly male-driven. Yep. They were primarily white churches. And by the way, this is not negative. I'm not being negative about either church. I'm saying these were the realities that, that was going on. Yep. And very rarely was anything discussed at all, whether on staff or in the congregation at all. There was nothing that was discussed about racial reconciliation, racial unity. There was nothing that was talked about. Gender equality. About gender equality. These things just were not discussed. Mm-hmm. And you and I had a passion for this because, by the way, these were the things that you and I talked about on Fridays when we got together. We yep. would talk about the book that we were reading. We would talk about what we, who we were learning from, who we were listening from. This is where we developed a lot of the practices that, by the way, we still do today, right? Like this yep. was a time of great growth for us where that was where you figured out, hey, let's make sure we learn from our Sam Collier during the, while recording the podcast. Hey, look at who your podcasts are. Who are you listening to? Yep. If your podcasts look like you, you're doing it wrong. You need to begin to think through who you can be learning through and not just putting a podcast all about racial reconciliation in there. Allow for black voices to be able to speak on sports, allow them to be able to speak on learning, allow them to be able to, we learned that stuff in this process, but it was frustrating because we didn't have an outlet for that. Yep. We had each other. And that was it. And that was it. And so for us, this became that in a real way. And it was very pivotal, very interesting. And it was kind of like us being thrown in and on steroids, all of a sudden having conversations with people and talking about topics and things that were spicy to say the least. Exactly. And so really we, we kind of had four things that we wanted to talk about on the podcast. One was we wanted to hear people's stories. Yep. We love stories. The second thing was we wanted to focus on, I think we just called it personal growth or something that helps you become better, whether that be leadership or communication skills or something along those lines. We uh, had another one called, we just called it culture, but we would also refer to it as the non-white man's perspective. Right. And then I think the last one was we wanted to talk with people who had mastered their craft and learned how did they do that. Think Tim Ferriss. Um, that was kind of the, the idea behind that. So people who were just exceptional. Yep. Right. Somebody who had reached the, the Mount Everest of their profession. Yep. And so really, you know, the cult, the, the non-white man's perspective really got kicked off with my Aunt Brenda. Yes. In episode 12. And I remember us leaving that conversation, even just in the middle of it. And like for myself, just being like, wow, I, I felt like there had been like a spotlight shown on my ignorance. Yeah. We just didn't know things, right? Like we just didn't know some of the things that we needed to pay attention to. We, we had never thought about it before. They, would, they were not things that were typical for us to engage with or, or think about. And it was a real eye opener. And I remember some of the following conversations where every time we would have one of these conversations, it sparked something new and we would come away, whether it was an author who had given us their book, or I could think of, um, Dominique, uh, Gilliard, right. Mm-hmm. He was a person who did that for me. Or, um, whenever we would talk with Robin D'Angelo and we talked about her book, which ironically enough is a huge book right now, uh, white fragility. Yeah. Every time we had one of these conversations, it was like, whoa, wow. Didn't yeah. think about that one. Or I even think about when we were doing the Together Conference, right? And when we talked with um, Skylar Robeson and we talked with those guys. That was another one, uh, James Talbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another one where it was like, wow. Yeah. And, and I remember like a few of those conversations because uh, we talked with, with Skylar and James and with Zach, who are the pastors of um, Citizens Akron. Yep. And we talked with them, but I don't even, I don't even remember before that of talking with our friend Moose. Oh yeah. About it. Oh yeah. And just being. And Moose got spicy. Yeah. And just saying things that I, that I hadn't heard, that I hadn't heard before. Yep. And just hearing, hearing his perspective. And then we brought James on not too much longer after yeah. and hearing his perspective and really just hearing, hearing so many people's different perspectives. Yep. throughout all of it and just realizing that that there's so much that I have that I still have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a a, a very pivotal thing. We had Taylor Gray come on, who's a hip hop artist and pastor from the Columbus area, Columbus, mm-hmm. Ohio. 
and um, it was it was learning, but it was it was learning on on multiple fronts. It really was. We were learning how to run a podcast. We were learning how to to do some of these technical things, but we were also having to examine it at a deep level ourselves. Yeah, I I remember. I don't know if it was um, something that was said on the podcast or if it was said something else, but I just remember. It might have been James who had said it. Um, is that we miss out so we miss out on the kingdom of God when we only learn from people who look like us. Mm. And I remember just after having those conversations, just thinking, wow, I am missing out on so much. So much. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. I remember there was another conversation, um, that we had, which, um, ironically enough, uh, it actually didn't get aired. So it was Austin Channing Brown, mm-hmm. who, again, her book, I'm Still Here, is another book that right now is really making the rounds. And I remember how impactful that, I mean, you and I were both looking at each other like, what in the world? Yeah. Um, because she was really talking about um, her story in, in that she portrays in the book is um, one that it's written in a way where it doesn't have a happy ending. Yeah. It, it leaves you with this gap. And it came through in that interview so strongly um, that it was a game shifter for me. It really shifted. It didn't change it. It shifted the game. Yeah. Um, yep. That was a, an amazing conversation. Yeah, and that's one that I, I wish we could have gotten out there, but I just remember us. And I remember after uh, you, had, you had told me, because I think we were – like looking to release it within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And you were just saying, bro, the audio is just unhearable. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was an interesting situation. Again, still learning. It was a learning curve and um, bad internet connection. And, and there's just noise in the background and, and it was just not good, but we got to have that conversation, which we is did. something that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Which is man, the way that podcasting over those three years for me was a lot about I didn't care so much about the episode. I mean, I knew there was a product. I knew there was yeah. something for us to do, but it was amazing because man, we got to talk to people. And I remember the first time we got to talk to somebody who we didn't know. Oh, I remember when we started because I'm up until I think it was around episode like 20. It was episode 20. So. Exactly. Right around episode 20. We had taught everybody that had been on the podcast had been people that we'd known. Yeah. And I remember we had reached out and we just started emailing people mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, would you want to come out on our podcast? And we're like expecting like, no, 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 no response or anything. And like by the that. way, we got a lot of those. And we did get a lot of those as well. And I remember we, we reached out to Stephen Brewster, who is a, a creative. He's also a coach right now, especially whenever it comes to, um, uh, whenever it comes to churches. As he's well. Nashville based. Yep. He's Nashville based. He's worked with a lot of, um, a lot of worship bands as well, such as Elevation Worship and SEU. Yeah. Yep. And so we reached out to Brewster and I remember us getting, we were sitting in Starbucks. We were sitting at the Cleveland Avenue Starbucks in Canton. Yes. We were sitting in Starbucks and I remember when we got the response And he he said, said, yes, yes, I will come on the podcast. We both called our moms. We both called our moms and we're like, you're not going to believe who's coming on the podcast. Neither of our moms knew who he was. Neither of them. But it didn't matter. Because he was coming on the podcast. He was coming on the learner's corner. We had gotten him. It was like our thing. And now all of a sudden we weren't just podcasters. We were podcasters who had a guy on the show. Yes. And it took us. Oh my gosh. It took us from being kind of excited to through the moon excited. I mean, we were through the moon excited. Yes. It was incredible. Yes. And so Brewster, he comes on the podcast and he's somebody who's, who's become a friend Oh yeah, like, over the past couple of years or so. Yeah. As I've been launching this, this business with this as a test and, and with my, my consulting and coaching business, like he's been somebody who I've been texting constantly because I mean, Brewster's doing this thing on his own as well, right? Like he's doing his coaching and he's doing all of the different creative things he's doing. And it's like, Hey man, like you got an idea here. Like, what did you do with this? How did you figure out the tax thing? Like he's been somebody who for me has been incredibly pivotal with that. He's also just a fun person to talk to. Yeah. Like he's yep. just a really fun person to, to get to know. 
on a, on a deep level. Yes. And then I think the, so, so we started reaching out to people that we didn't know as much, whether it be companies that we had just kind of heard of. Um, and then I remember the next big thing that I think about whenever it comes to our journey is we reached out to Clay Scroggins. Oh yeah. Now for those of you listening, maybe you're not in church world and that's okay, by the way, it's perfectly okay. But Caleb and I, you have to understand we're Christians and not only are we Christians, we've worked in churches now for years. So there are certain people who we follow who literally, if they, if they sneeze, we're paying attention. Yes. And so like we'd, we'd been following North Point for yes. probably seven years at this point at that yeah. time. Yep. And so we've gotten to know Clay because Clay uh, was the North Point, uh, was a campus pastor at North Point Ministries yep. and, uh, and I remember we saw that he had a book coming out called How to Lead When You're Not in Charge. Oh, baby. And it's like, what? This is literally the book that's going to change my life. Because one, Clay works for Andy Stanley. Yep. And if you don't know who Andy is, Google him. Go on Instagram and hit the follow button. Yeah, because he's amazing. But I remember us thinking, wow. We got to get him. We got to get him. And we reached out. And we had, I don't know about you, I had zero expectation that we were going to get him. Oh, I didn't think we were going to get him either. I thought, this is a joke. This is not ever going to happen. Like, Todd, you're not that cool. Buddy, you're not that cool. Yep. Then, Caleb, what happened? We got an email, and he said, yes. And, and not only that, the publisher sent us sent books. us books. Now, Caleb, what's significant about a publisher sending you a book? It feels amazing. Well, it feels amazing. By the way, whenever I say it feels amazing, I mean it feels like the first bite that you take of a banana sundae, banana split. You take that first bite, and it's good all the way down. That is kind of how it feels. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. And so Clay agrees to be on the podcast. We interview him, and it's like, holy bleep. Can't believe that this is happening and everything. Then the second guy. Well, technically, this would be the third. Well, the second guy from North Point, though. I'm, I'm uh, sorry, but you're right. It was a third yeah. big name, second guy from North Point. Yeah. Jeff Henderson. Oh, you're going to skip right to Jeff. I thought there were, I remember there being somebody else. Well, there was somebody else, but I remember for me, go ahead. You go ahead. I know who you're talking about. Well, I was going to say, and so after Clay, we reach out to a guy named Stuart Hall. And <laughs> what up, Stu? What up? And I remember You better be listening to this. I I had just come back from a high school camp and I heard him speak and I was like, hey, we should get this guy on the podcast. We should just reach out to him. And lo and behold, what do we find? We reach out. He says yes. He comes on the podcast. He roasts you and oh we gosh. become best friends. He roasts me so hard. To this day he roasts me. Yes. To this day he roasts me. I will get text messages from Stuart where he's just like, hey, what you doing? And I answer back, you know, whatever, I'm busy, you know, doing stuff. And then he just, he, and then he just proceeds for the next five minutes to give me inspiration. And then the last text message, he'll say something like, also, you're a dork. And then I text him back and don't hear again from him for a month. They're like, this is Stuart. It's hilarious. But yep. Stuart was huge. That was a huge one. And that was the first podcast I think that you and I did where we got done. I mean, with, with Brewster, it was like this a little bit, but with Stuart, it was the first one where we were like, wow, we made a friend. We made a friend. Like we legitimately just made a friend. He's a person who I would text. I would call him. I would go to his house for dinner. Like yep. this is a person who I want to spend time with. Yep. Then Jeff Henderson. Jeff Henderson happens. And Jeff Henderson was the first one where I was like, oh man, no, we're getting these guys consistently now. Because Jeff hadn't had a book out. We just reached out to him. But Jeff had worked for Chick-fil-A in their marketing department. He was an incredibly well-known person within the, the, the Christian and, and church world. Um, he was another person uh, who worked with Andy Stanley. He was at Gwinnett Church. He still is at Gwinnett Church. Um, now he's, he's probably maybe just as well-known now for the Four Company, which is his company that he started. Yeah. Um, but he came on the podcast and he, he was a person who I know my first exposure to him in a real way, not listening to, to North point stuff, but in a real way was when we went to catalyst conference and I believe it might've even been that year we went to catalyst conference. And when we went, he was one of the speakers and he gave this talk that 
now he's based the whole thing off of the four company. I mean, it is the four company now, right? It's his concept. And that was the first time when I was like, holy cow, this guy, I've, I, I want to spend, again, I want to spend time with him, right? So we got Jeff and then, man, from there, it, it took off. End of 2017, um, we launched the new year. Do you remember the lineup we had for, for 2018? I do. It was a killer lineup. I remember. We, I'll, I'll just say the biggest one that I can, that I can think of. We got Dan Pink. We got Dan Pink. On, who is, I think he's a New York Times bestselling author. Multiple times. Multiple times. He's coming out with a new book, and somehow we get an interview with him, and it's like, how the heck did we get an interview with we him? We have no reason to be talking to this guy. Yeah. No reason. He's being interviewed by people like Tim Ferriss. He's been on Tim's podcast. He's somebody who Joe Rogan has mentioned, not interviewed, but mentioned on his podcast. He's somebody that the likes of John Maxwell and all these major t- uh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. That's the actor. You mean Tim Ferriss? I meant, I meant Tony Robbins. Oh, not Tony Tim Robbins. Robbins. <laughs> Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. And, Tony Robbins and Tim Robbins. Two very two different, very people. different people. But anyways, he, he's been on, he's been in talked with him. He's been at, at many Tony Robbins conferences. This is a major person. We get Dan Pink. And we got the book. And we got the book. We got two copies. Folks, listen. If you have a co-hosted two-person podcast and they send you two copies of the book, you're balling. The finished book. The finished book. Not even the before release copy. You are balling. Okay? You are a straight-up awesome human being. Not really. It just means they took pity on you. And here's the thing. It, It may be tempting to think, Wow, they had such great connections, all of that stuff. Dude, we, we did nobody. It. We literally just emailed the publisher and said, we have a podcast. We would love to talk with Todd. Todd had to get super creepy. Sometimes. but We're we, not going to talk about but that. But a lot of the time, it simply was reaching out to the publisher with enough advance notice. Yep. Because we, we would say things like, hey, we'll do six months from now. Yep. Hey, six months is perfectly fine. That's actually how we got Brad Lominick, who's now a friend. Yes. Like, Brad, I, I was working with Brad trying to get him for a year before he came on the podcast. Yep. Now he's been a multiple time on, on your feed, which yep. is the old Learner's Corner feed. Yep. He's been on, what, two or three times now? Yep. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. Incredible. But we started off 2018. We have a killer lineup. Killer lineup. One of the best lineups I've ever seen for a month with podcasts in general. I will say in general. It was awesome. And so what happens is we, we continue that throughout pretty much all of 2018. 2018 yep. We have some highlights in there. One is d- during 2018, we became friends with a couple of different people. One would be Kevin Jennings. Which was unbelievable. Shout out to Kevin. What up, Kev? And he's become a friend. Another one is Sam Collier, who has become a friend as well in reaching out and to now, him. And now, and we, we interviewed her for the first time. Um, did we interview Danielle? Strickland for the first time in 2018. Uh, that would have been at the beginning of 20. That episode, I think, came out at the beginning of 2018. But we interviewed her in 2018. Yep. You've actually now continued that and have yep. developed a friendship there. Uh, we know each other. Yeah. Whatever. You were friends. Anyway. So we formed that and 2018, incredibly strong. We also, during that time, and this was a huge, I will, I will say, this was a mistake on my part. Sometimes went, you know what? We're doing so well. We will release two episodes a week. Oh, my gosh. And I thought our friendship, looking back on it, our friendship probably almost ended during that time. I don't oh know gosh. if that almost ended, but it was a strain. I was having to edit all of these on my own, and I was still, I was not that great. Like, I knew how to use the tools, but I, I didn't have any of the right plugins. I just wasn't great at it, right? Like, I just didn't really know what I was doing. And now we're doing two episodes a week. And we would do that for like a month. We would do eight episodes in a month and like still have 10 left in the can. I mean, we, that was on top of, I mean, we were recording on Fridays. Oh, we two, were doing two episodes, two, three episodes a week. At least there were some weeks when we would record three on a Friday and then you'd slip one in on me on Monday. <laughs> But most of the time, I did ask for permission. Oh, my gosh. That was insane. It but was we insane. did it. But we did it. We did do it. And now, actually, I suggest stacking a recording podcast, but no more than three. 
So for all of you podcasters out there listening, you can do three. When you get to that fourth one, you better have a gap of time in between because you are not going to have anything left in the tank. We learned that on the day that Caleb tried to book four podcasts. That fourth one, rough. Not tried. We did. We did book four podcasts. More than once. More than once. And we're not going to talk about that I don't anymore. think it happened. It didn't happen more than a couple of times. But it that's happened all. probably two or three, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. That's all that we need to say about that. Let's just say, don't do it. Take it from us. We took the lump for you. So 2018 continues 2018 for the most part. Great year. It was an awesome year, and you had an awesome idea. So we started playing with this idea late August, beginning of September. And you said, what if we do an episode to finish out the year where we just go and we bring on all of the people who we've developed deep friendships with and who were some of the most engaging guests that we had of the year? Take it away from there. Well, we were thinking about, hey, let's let's reach out to people and let's get like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. with them and reflect on all the things that they learned learned. from the year. Not that we learned, that, that they learned. And what we did, and it, and it was a good idea. There are a couple of things I would do differently. One, we combined them all into one episode, which ended up being like a three-hour-plus podcast. And it was nuts. And it was nuts. And we should have released them individually. 100%. We should have had 20. We should have released one a day. Yes, we should have done that. We could have had like the the the, the 20 episodes of, of, of you know, recap, kind of like what you, do, you used to do with your Instagram. Yes. It should have been like that. Yes. And so. That would have been balling. That would have been. The other thing that we did at to wrap up the end of 2018 is we did like a review mm. for you and I. And we went through all of the different things that we had learned from, from books to podcasts to music to movies to all of this stuff. Which was like another hour and a half at least. Yes. Long yes. And, and that led us to start doing like monthly Recaps. Re- recaps of, hey, here's the best things that we learned from. And they were really fun. Man, they were long. They were yes. really long. Yes. They were really, really long. And so we launched 2019, and I am living in Columbus. You were so, living in Columbus at so, the time. So now we're yes. living an hour and a half apart. Fridays have become much more of a Skype Zoom day. Yes. Where it's we're mainly working. We're mainly working. And our friendship really was kind of struggling. It was. Like, yeah. it, not, not that we were mad at each other. We just wanted to spend time with each other yeah. where we weren't talking about the podcast. Yes, because most of our time was spent working on the podcast. And if you remember, guys, we, we mentioned at, at the beginning that we talked with um, that one guy about podcasting when we very first started out. And one of the things that he said is you have to figure out how to make it so that your friendship and relationship isn't just based off of the podcast or you lose your friendship. And it's mm-hmm. the podcast is not worth a friendship, right? And this is where we were at. And so we are recording and we're guys, we're getting great guests. Let me tell you right now, had we continued the learner's corner the way it was with Caleb and I into 2020, oh my gosh, it, we would be even more killing it today. But I was burning out burnt out. Caleb was struggling. I remember you, uh, June 2019 was well, and really just it, hard for you. It, it was hard for all. It was hard for the both of us. The first half of 2019 was so challenging for both of us. You were going yeah. through a job transition yep. as well. I was going through a lot of change at work. And emotional was, stuff. A lot of emotion. So much emotional stuff. So much like friendship stuff of people leaving where I worked and dealing with that and just in general learning how to feel emotions as well and not be overtaken by them, which that in itself is. That's an episode. That's an episode in itself. Yeah. And so all of it culminated with the summer, summer of 2019. And you and I actually, it was funny because we went from living an hour and a half apart. And even before that, we both worked at different churches Mm -hmm. and now we were working at the same place. We were seeing each other multiple times a week, but we wanted to kill it. Well, we did. And, and well, and I think part of it had been you, you had started out some of your own stuff. I've been, I'd begun the, well. herd, the herding cats podcast. Like I think at the beginning of 2019 yeah. or so, 
And so then it, it was just kind of like a gradual. It just made sense. Thing to where you started working on that. And then like, if you were part of the learner's corner at the time, mm-hmm. you would be a part of the interview interviews but by most of that time i'd been doing the majority of the interviews yeah you were doing almost all of them Mm -hmm. and um i was kind of editing kind of but around that time you actually started i i don't think i had started yet you hadn't okay well it was it was a thing where it was like all right the episodes were very infrequent and i think we went from like july to september or october without releasing an episode and then around that time we made a decision Yes. We were like, we're shutting the feed down. Let's just kill it all together. Let's just shut the feed down. Let's calm down. Well, I was going to say, and part of it was because I think we were both really tired. Oh, we were both. We were exhausted. And not necessarily because podcast stuff. Well, part because of podcast stuff. Well, it was the podcast. So, so lesson here. Podcasting is amazing. It's changed our lives. Like for both of us, it has changed our lives in a very positive way. Podcasting is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. The grind of content every week or twice a week, it's difficult. Yeah. It it is, it's a lot of thinking, it's a lot of scheduling, it's a lot of talking, obviously. But there's a, all this behind the scenes stuff that nobody ever sees that if it doesn't happen, podcast doesn't happen. Yeah. And I think we were feel I'll, I'll just speak for myself. I was feeling the pressure of always having like just filling guests and filling episodes. Yeah. Well, well, it became it became the hamster wheel, right? Mm-hmm. It became a real hamster wheel where it was we had kind of lost the honestly we'd lost the why. Why yeah. were we continuing to do this? I hadn't thought of it until just yeah. now in those terms. It became more about just having podcast episodes out there and instead of what the podcast was right. doing for us. Right. And and it was um it was a situation where it was best for us to pull back rest and then re reconfigure what we wanted to do. What? Well, I, I don't know about you. I really wasn't thinking about reconfiguring. I was thinking about let's just finish it and just be done with it. Now I was thinking opposite. I was already thinking of what I could, what the pivot was, what yep. was the pivot? Um, so I guess that would be a difference. I was already thinking about that. And that came um, at the beginning of 2020 for me, end of December, beginning of, of January, I began thinking through podcasting again. I had the Herding Cats podcast was a feed that I still had. I had been kind of doing some things with it, but not really for a while. And um, man, I was transitioning jobs and doing all this stuff in, in 2019. And so I started some stuff back up again and I had a logo made up and I was messing around and recording some podcast episodes and was really starting to get a feel back for it. And then COVID-19 happens. COVID-19 happens. You were at the time even starting to, to think through. Yeah, well, let's, let's, finish, that back. let's but, finish your journey and then we'll get to mine. But, but COVID-19 happens. For me, it sucked the air out of the room. And then another thing happened for me. The job that I had had, the job that I transitioned to, I lost it. So two things happened in a very short amount of time that completely sucked the air out of the room for me. And it changed the game, right? And for me, I knew that there had to be another pivot. There had to be something to do. But I literally couldn't force myself to get on a microphone and record podcasts for probably about two months for sure, where I didn't talk into a microphone. I had spent years at this point talking into microphones. And it just wasn't something that I had the ability. I didn't have the fortitude to be able to do it. I just couldn't do it. I didn't, I, I didn't want to. I didn't have the creative capacity to do it. And this has for a long time been my identity is, is doing those things. And, and it just wasn't happening for me. And then, man, COVID happened again. Nobody was hiring. Nobody was looking for, for, for a person with my skill set. And I said, you know what? Let's keep dab. Let's let's start dabbling again in podcasting, and that brings us to now, which for me has been the last three months of figuring this out, and, and almost four months now of figuring this out and getting to a spot where I am comfortable and good again, and so excited about being creative with microphones, with computers, talking and helping other people to bring their message and their branding 
to, 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 to bear on the marketplace. And it's an awesome thing to be able to do. But took a lot of pivots and a lot of transitions over the last, say, six months to get to this spot now. And it's so funny how all of it lined up to get to the spot where I am today, which is, you know, on July 13th, which is today um, for me. Um, by the way, Caleb might release this before that. That's fine. But I am releasing this on July 13th. And it's, um, it's just, it's an interesting, uh, it's, it's been an interesting journey to watch this progress for me from you and I talking in a coffee shop about doing this to now, I mean, you know, both of us have enough base knowledge to be able to help the average podcaster. I was going to say to get him paid to do this. To, to now for me, like I've gone in hyperdrive the last six months where I've learned more than I knew in three years combined. I've learned the whole business side where I've delved, delved deep into that. And it's been a fun journey to be able to learn all these things and now be able to help people with it in a real and tangible way. I was going to say, let's, let's not fast forward through the, there's a lot of bleep. There's a lot of that you went through there. Yeah. Too. There's a lot of bleep. Yeah. So it was, it was a, it was a, there's a lot of stops and starts so much, a lot of like highs and then super lows. Yeah. It's that you're right. And thank you for doing that. Cause the way I made it sound, it made it sound clean. It was not clean because honestly, and, and we'll get to this in mine, my story too, like honestly, you probably wouldn't have said I learned anything until probably a month ago. A month ago, maybe a month ago, where I go, oh, so all that reading that I did, all of those YouTube videos I was watching, oh, oh wow, I actually know exactly how to fix that problem, or I have a couple of theories as to how I could fix that problem, mm-hmm. or I've been thinking about this idea now for the last three months. I think I'm just going to go record it. And then I record it and it's like, oh, wow, that made perfect sense. And it's exactly what we wanted. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to be able to see that transition, but difficult learning. And it's funny because it was a microcosm of us in our time podcasting for all those years. It was a microcosm of a couple of, of, of months where it was really the same thing, where I was having to relearn, retool, and re-engage in the medium of podcasting and creativity and social media and all the things that I had for years learned, re-engaged and learned even more about. And so it, it's been an awesome, that, that's kind of where whenever our, our paths split, that's where mine is taking me to. Yeah. Well, and really, like it felt like our paths had split, but we were both walking down the same. Well, we were parallel. Yeah, right? we were parallel. We were no yeah. longer working on the same thing, but we were working side by side with each right. other, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, no, it totally does. And, it, and it's been interesting because for you, you went through an interesting change as well. Your job changed too. I was going to say, well, we, we got we to oh back boy. up Here we go. quite a bit. Because so the podcast, you know, we, we kind of officially stop at the end of June or, you know, in the summer or so. The last episode we released, I think, was in October. Uh, yeah, well, we had a, we had a couple of month gap and just so, like I had mentioned so much transition and honestly, probably burnt. I was probably burnt out at the time as well. I would agree with that. And so we tried to figure out, Hey, what's a good way. I remember. And I mean, I'm sure you remember this too. I was thinking, how can we end on a high note? Because Mm -hmm. we're going to put this out there and all of that stuff. And I remember, Hey, let's just record, you know, the final, final episode. Yeah. The final episodes and everything. And I'm thinking, and uh, like for our commitments, I'm like, wow, we got like 10 episodes left and I don't want to do any of these episodes at all. But I feel the pressure. Literally, I don't want to do any of them. Yeah. I don't care. But I feel the pressure to have to do it. And so I think we ended up releasing two or three, I think in September, October, somewhere around it. there. Well, we killed it, but didn't mean to kill it, if that makes sense. Right. We weren't going out the way that I wanted to go out. Right. And right around that time, there was just still like even more transition happening mm-hmm. for me. More um, weirdness, more weirdness, more lost friendships. A lot of, like I was saying, I was learning how to feel emotions. And, right. I, and I, it was like the jack or the dial had been broken. And I didn't know all the emotions. I couldn't turn it off. And all, all emotions of that stuff. all the time. And I remember just not wanting to do anything at all. For pot for podcasting, and then I continued to to work through some of my own bleep. I continued to work through some of my own stuff, 
And I remember I started getting to the point of, you know, this is probably after six weeks, yep. two, two months, something. Um, and and it, it lasted a lot. Like the whole journey lasted a whole lot longer than there. But after releasing uh, the episode, just probably somewhere in, you know, November, December, somewhere around there, I started thinking like, man, I think it would be cool to release to release stuff again. I think it would be cool to create my own stuff. Well, you got the, I remember you again. got the itch back. I did get the itch back. And then I talked with you and I was like, hey, I think we need to restart the learner's corner and everything. And what did I say? And you were like, no. Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I don't want anything to do with it. And I, I don't want that hamster wheel again. And I, I remember that feeling. And I remember thinking, bleep, what am I going to do? Because I have this itch. But I don't feel like I could do it on my own. Right. I felt like I needed, I felt like I needed somebody else. Yeah. To be on the podcast there with me. Like I literally I felt like I needed you. Like I felt like your personality and just who you were helped carry the podcast. Yeah. Yep. And I remember just feeling all of those things and still having the itch to do. And I remember I was I we were uh having a um an all staff, which is kind of where uh, the church that I work at, all of our yep. uh, employees get together and we kind of go through some leadership talks. And I remember for one of these things, we were going through this exercise and it's this exercise to where you have to name out all the people that, um, that you feel like have harmed you mm-hmm. and what you feel like they've taken from them. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and you, they give you some time. I think we got like 20, 30 minutes, something along those lines. And like, hey, go, go be by yourself and everything. And I remember I started, I started writing out the list of names of people. And I started writing out what I felt like had been taken and everything. What I felt like had been taken, it was all the same. And I felt like my voice had been taken. I felt like my belief in myself had been taken by people because I felt like so many people throughout my life had told me, hey, you're just not good enough to kind of stand on your own opinions. Mm. You're not good enough to stand on your own beliefs. And I remember reading that. And I remember God just saying, this is why I want you to do the podcast, because I want to show you that you're good enough yep. to stand on your own. Yep. And so literally for me, restarting the podcast for me was an act of obedience to God. Right. And I said, God, you know what? I'm going to restart the podcast, but I'm not going to do it the way that we did it before. I'm going to release episodes whenever, whenever I want And if we skip a week, that's okay. I'm not going to give into the pressure of releasing an episode every single week if it's not something that I don't feel like will ultimately help me. Because that's the thing that helped me like want to do the podcast the most. Because it was really like therapy for us. Yeah. Yep. I thought, man, the if this podcast only helps me, it will have been worth it. Yeah. And the the great thing is, and I think both of us can say this. Is that we know that it's helped other people totally as well, completely. And so, have launched the podcast, and it's been going for probably, probably about six months. Yeah, you've been or doing so it now. again for about that. Yeah. Yep. That was what January, January twenty twenty, January, February, something like yeah. that. So five or six months. Yeah. Yeah. And and you've been doing it, and and I've been watching, and you've started doing all sorts of different things than what we ever did, right? Like you started doing. Uh, the the hope series where you, where you were <laughs> I've tried a lot of experiments. Yeah, you started yeah. doing the hope series. You did that. Um, you started bringing on um, all sorts of guests from different backgrounds, which we had done that before. But I think you've gone even further into that, right? You did a seven minute episode. <laughs> I did do a seven minute episode. Like you did a seven minute episode. Like yes. you'd never done that before. Yes, of my own thoughts and feelings and all of that. You stuff. talked for a whole seven minutes about yes. what you really felt. I did. Yes. I mean, like you've done all sorts of great things um, that, that are totally different from what we want. You still have to change it to the Caleb Mason show rather than Caleb Mason, it, I guess. It has happened. Okay. Did it? Ch- did you change the graphic? Yes. Okay, good. I'm proud of you. Guys, I didn't know if he did that or not. By the time that this episode is out, the okay. graphic has been changed. Okay, so that means it's not done yet. It just <laughs> means that he's going to do it. But okay. by the time That's you fine, see though. this episode, you it will be changed. That's fair. But you know, you've done all sorts of of, of awesome things. Um, and here's the thing: I've skipped several weeks and not released episodes. Whoa, as well too. I know. And, and the world has gone on. You've only thought about it 57 times. That's down from a thousand. <laughs> yes. Proud of you. 
So you and I, we've been doing all sorts of things. Um, we've, I've launched my own business, right? So now I'm doing podcast consulting, podcast coaching. I'm doing um, the podcast, this is, this is a test. Um, so that's a podcast about entrepreneurship, business marketing. You're podcasting, you're doing the Caleb Mason show. So what's the next big thing for you? What are you, what are you, what goals do you have? What do you want to accomplish with your show? Um, I would say that the next big thing for me is just putting myself out there more. So releasing more episodes like the seven minute Mm. show, releasing my own thoughts out there and releasing and still continuing to release episodes. I think for me, one of the things that I've been challenged with, especially um, with just with what's been happening in our country, you know, we're kind of record, well, we're recording this. We're recording this in end of June, end of June. And so with all the stuff that's happened in our country over the last month, particularly after George Floyd's death, it's just reminded me of the importance of continuing to seek out people who, who aren't like us, aren't like us. Yeah. And so for me, that's just been a major thing. Um, I think for me, the thing that I want to have happen is I want the Caleb Mason show to be a podcast, to be a place to where people can listen to that and go, wow, he is willing to listen to Mm. anybody. Because for me, the, the podcast that did that for me, because growing up, you know, we talked about, hey, we didn't necessarily feel like we could have all the conversations that we wanted to in our workplace. Yep. But for me, the one place that I always knew that I could go, besides obviously to you, to where I knew that they would have these separate conversations is the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast. And so I hope that the Caleb Mason Show is to people what the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast was to me. And it's a safe place to hear conversations that you wouldn't hear where you normally are. Yeah, which is awesome. I still want you to steal the phrase. a safe place to have dangerous conversations, but that's a, that's a whole different thing for a different reason. If you know, you know, it is a pretty good tagline. If though. you, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, but we'll just leave it at that. It's an inside joke. It's fine guys. I know we shouldn't be doing inside jokes on a, on a podcast. I might steal that though. I think you should do it, man. I think you should just a do safe it. place to have dangerous conversations. Hey, if you know, you know, I love it. I love it. Okay. Talk about what's, What's next for you? Um, for me, uh, again, so I'm working for myself now, so I'm self-employed. Uh, for one, I want to pay the bills. <laughs> so, right, right so I'm, 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 navigating the, I'm navigating the tension right now. This is the tension of um, wanting to create awesome, great, good content for my podcast. This is a test. While also helping clients create awesome content for themselves. Like me. Right. and. At the same time, making it so that I can eat one day, buy an engagement ring for my girlfriend and like all of these things, right? Like I'm navigating all these tensions. And so uh, the, the thing that I'm really doing right now is figuring out the balance of working on my business versus working in my business. And so that's really the tension I'm managing right now. Things I'm looking forward to though is being able to have more conversations about business, about marketing, about podcasting, about all the stuff I'd love to talk about while simultaneously being able to take the things and apply them to this as a test, but also to the clients that I have, right? So being able to to take an interview where I'm talking about Facebook marketing, right? And, And take it to a business that I'm working with and saying, hey, here's something that I think you should seriously consider for your business and here's how it'll work in your podcast that we're launching. That's what I'm really looking forward to, right? That's what I'm really jacked about is, is figuring that out and coaching, right? And also the coaching part of podcasts where I'm, I'm able to help already existing podcasts be able to get better. And, and I'm super passionate about helping people be able to grow and not growth just in number of listeners, but grow like we did when we were podcasting, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to do, to do the bro podcast, right? Like where you're sitting around with your buddies and you're, and you're, you know, chopping it up. You're just talking, whatever. Everybody wants to do that. But I want to make it better. Like I want to make it riveting. I want to make it a good conversation where you learn that's listenable and that other people want to engage in as well. 
I want to live in those two tensions. Those are the tensions that I'm living in now. I am excited to see what 2020, the, the rest of 2020, and then 2021, which by the way, all of us want 2020 to end. Like I'm just being honest. Everybody wants 2020 to end. Let's see what happens. And I'm excited because I feel like for the first time, man, I got a spring in my step. I'm able to create my own thing, my own schedule, do my own thing. It's an awesome, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Todd, I got one more question I want to ask, and then we can wrap this up. Unless, do you have anything else you no, want to talk no, no, about? No, 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 no. Ask your question, okay. man. I've been asking this question of people lately, and I'll answer it too, is I want you to think back to before you started the pot. Like, I want you to think back to like May 1st, 2016. Mm. And I want you to think of who you are today. And I want to talk, tell me the difference. Well, for one, I, it's, it's my voice, right? It's finding your voice. I had a lot of ideas, and this is a subtle change that I've undergone. I used to feel like I had to justify everything that I said by making it sound like somebody else had said it, and I was just agreeing with them. So I would figure out how to put things into conversations, have somebody agree with it, and then I would say it as though it wasn't my thought. I don't do that anymore. For the most part, it is all either my thoughts, my voice, the things that I'm thinking and believing. It's 100% Todd Father. Or it is things that I'm building off of other people's ideas, right? And so I would say voice is one of the things. Another thing is um, I am, as our friend Kevin West would say, I've become incredibly comfortable walking with giants. What do I mean by that? When you walk with giants, you have to pretend like you're a giant. Meaning. The moment can't get big. We've interviewed some cool people. We've made some great friends. We've made some great friends. And one of the difference that I've learned is that I'm, I'm much more, I'm much quicker to listen mm-hmm. and much slower to speak. Yeah. I have learned that everybody, the reason, the reason why they believe what they believe is because of their experience. Yeah. And that everybody has a story that's worth listening to. Yeah. It's helped me become a lot more empathetic to what people are going through and listening to their pain. Yep. And it's helped me. I mean, it's just helped me realize that everybody has a story worth listening to. Everybody has a story worth listening to. There's not a person you've ever met that doesn't have a story. Again, we're Christians that God cares about and that B that isn't worth something. Yeah. And you can learn from everybody. Yep. You can learn from everybody. Well, hey, any final thoughts? I would say final thoughts are just do it. Ship the shit. Do it like Nike. Let's go. And so Nike, I would love to have a shoe contract. But truly, if you're thinking about something, just do it. Well, it's, it's just helpful because, um, you know, Brene Brown talks about how there's this, this fear. She calls them FFTs and effing first time. Right. And you and I have both gone through a lot of those. We were literally just talking about it before before we turned on the mics. Right before we turned on the mics. Right. And, and sometimes you have to go through a lot of FFTs, effing first times to be able to get to a spot where you're able to live out your thing. Now, here's the funny part. Caleb and I are not living our best life. Like, We have not fully made it to the spot where we want to be at. This podcast may have made it sound like we've come to the other side of this. I still got bills to pay that I got to figure out how I'm going to do that. Caleb is still trying to figure out where the the, the Caleb Mason show is going to settle and how that's going to go moving forward. But continuing, continuing to ship the shit, continuing to have those FFTs, and continuing to just say yes and move forward and take some ground every day, it's helpful. So if you're starting out a podcast, if you're starting a business, if you're taking a new job, whatever it is that you're doing, one step, evaluate, one step, evaluate, one step, evaluate, and talk to people around you. Yep, and that's why we're doing this podcast. And so the best, I'm just gonna say it, the best way to make sure you don't miss an episode of This Is A Test or The Kayla Mason Show is by hitting subscribe. Or follow if you're using Spotify like you and I both do. Or do any of those things. Or you can hit me up on my Instagram, which is Caleb J. Mason. 
and Todd's is what what's the podcast one and what's the So so Instagram for the podcast is at this is a test pod. And for, for me, it's just at Hicks and Ball Todd there on Instagram. Go. That's probably the best way for you to find me. Or you can hit my website at toddhicksonball.org. And Todd, I don't think there is a better way to go out than until next time. My name is Kayla Mason. My name is Todd Hicksonball. And until next time, keep learning and keep growing. Deuces, y'all. Thank you.